Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I'm the last person in the world to do this. I'm utterly mystified, uh, completely perplexed by, like, the unboxing videos or what have you. Yes, yes. I just got my new coffee maker, and I'm going to unbox it now live. Here, it came in a box about this size, and they sit down at the table with a knife and open it up. And People watch these videos by the gazillions. Look, there's the power button right here. It's the big button in the middle. I I just I don't get it. Oh, you you skipped right to the power button. You skipped over the packaging. Much discussion about the packaging. I still don't get it. Anyway, uh, in similar fare, this is an idiotic idea, but I'm going to do it anyway. I uh, traded in my car several days ago. Um, it was the youngest car I have ever gotten rid of in my life as a consumer. Six and a half years old. Hmm. That's the quickest I've ever pulled the trigger. Judy and I ended up with two SUVs. We don't need two SUVs. I decided I would like a sedan again, a car car. I couldn't beat that. I don't think I've ever traded in a car that new. Yeah, so. Yeah, so I'm obviously flighty and, uh, I don't know, the 1% or something like that. But anyway, so I, I traded in my SUV for, like, a, a fun-to-drive sedan, which, no, I will not be naming. So, and while I was, like, doing Corolla. the paperwork and stuff. It's fine. All right. There it is. I bought a Toyota Corolla, but with the it lowered. And with the fancy wheels and a whale tail. <laughs> awesome. Got it customized. Yeah, kind of a fast and furious thing, because that's my image. Um, <laughs> I'm rarely fast. I am occasionally furious. <laughs> um, so while I was doing that, uh, Judy said, I'll, I'll clean it out for you. I said, thanks, sweetheart, because uh, the trade-in value is actually quite good. I had I would, I had planned on telling them to go to hell, because I'd been pricing various ways to get rid of the car. And because you're I'm, furious. And we <laughs> got quick, quick to furious, yes. Um uh, but I'd, I'd priced all the various ways to, you know, sell the car without having randos come to my home because that ain't happening. Um, and, uh, and it turned out the trade-in they offered me was really good. 
So I said, yeah, okay, you can have it. And, and Judy said, I'll go clean it out. So I said, thank you, sweetheart. Uh, so here's what was in my car that I had not expected to get rid of that day. And I'm just going to reach in blind. Number one, a sawed-off golf club like a very small child would use, except it's a full-weight old-timey iron, um, which I have in my car to smash a window in an emergency as necessary. Really? You keep something or in your car to smash a window in an emergency. Firefighter uh, buddy recommended that to me. Huh. Always have, if you come across a car on fire in distress or something like that, you got to be able to smash the window. He's seen scenes where people are pounding desperately trying to break the window to get somebody out, and they can't. Interesting. It's tragic. And so I thought, yeah, plus that, and in case some sort of road rage lunatic comes after me, it'd be nice to have a weapon. <laughs> okay, I hope somebody has their phone out for that when you get into your... <laughs> A road rage meets golf incident. Medieval battle, and your weapon is a golf club. Well, I tell you what, if you remember old-timey irons, this thing is heavy. Mm. Anyway, oh, here's my official critical employee ID for COVID. Back when, like, only critical industries were allowed to operate, Essential and you might get pulled over by the COVID police. That's right. That's it. Essential employee, and you still have your badge in case you get pulled over. Good. My I'm essential pad. Oh, there's a uh, winter golf glove, left hand. Bottle of sunscreen, 50 block. There you go. Huh. Good to keep I'm that glad in the car. I got that. Yeah, yeah, just in case. Well, golf purposes. There's one of your sawed-off little umbrellas that you hit the button and it extends. Practically everything uh, golf-related at this point. Yeah, let's see. What's that? This appears to be... Oh, a plastic box full of Band-Aids. I didn't know I had that. Yeah, I always have those as a parent. I've always got a box of Band-Aids in my car. Let's see. This is a... Well, it's an old scorecard for a golf course I haven't played in years. Oh, man. Now, okay, this is when I, I played with my buddies Tristan, Tim, and Brian up in the mountains. Oh, that was a great day. I'm glad I kept this. So going I, in the trash or are you hanging on to you going to frame it? Nah, I got a collection of golf uh, scorecards. That's a perfect example of the sort of thing. Do you throw it away or keep it? Yeah, it was nice and it's kind of a cool memory and everything like that. But what am I gonna? When am I ever gonna look at it again? I, How did that, I play that, that? The stuff that falls into that range is perplexing to me. It's like stuff with the kids. Drew a cool picture in fifth grade. Okay, got that. Kind of like it. Good memory, but I can't keep them all. Ah. God, I got my ass kicked that day. I'm throwing out this card. Uh, let's see. Here's uh, evidently some medical company gave me a koozie and two things, a chapstick, and they're still in my car. <laughs> what the hell? Right. Um. Let's see. What's this? Just reaching in blind. Oh, these are like, uh, it says Sani Hands Instant Hand Sanitizing right. Wipes. That was probably a COVID thing. I All had right. no idea they were in there. None whatsoever. Here's the container for one of those reflecty things you put in your windshield, but not the reflecty thing. That's long gone. But I still have the bag it goes in. Yes, I always have God. stuff like that in the in the trunk or under the seat. I am half a hoarder. Wow, here's a collection of CDs. That's the solo CD I did. Do you have a oh, CD player? In your, does your car have a CD player? Yeah, but only a single CD player, and it's in the glove compartment, so it's, like, impossible mm. to change. Mm. There's my buddy Ken's uh, recent CD. What is that? That's uh, another CD. A stack of CDs, all sealed, by the way. 
I just traded in a vehicle. I just traded in a vehicle a couple of weeks ago with one of my favorite CDs of all time. Left it in the CD player. No rookie mistake. I know. And uh, and it, you can't buy it anywhere anymore, and just uh, really sucked that I made that mistake. What CD was it? It's a it's a, a compilation album of old timey country songs. You just can't you can't uh, buy it anywhere. I've gone on Amazon trying to find it. You can't get it anywhere. Sucko. See, this this reminds me of when you're like checking into prison and they go through all your personal effects and catalog them. All right, here's some extra peppermint gum. Appears to be about a third of a pack. Here's a red, white, and blue wristband. You know the last time I wore a wristband? What? Like for tennis? <laughs> so, if you were playing badminton in 1976, that would have been handy to have around. A wristband. You don't seem like a wristband guy. <laughs> well, I haven't worn one in anger for 40 years. Here's some dog biscuits. Okay. Probably, yeah, for going to the dog park with Baxi Boy. There's a tool to adjust golf clubs. There's another tool to adjust golf clubs. Same brand. Let's see. There's a different sort of... Yep, there's a tennis ball. Oh, my God. This Whatever this is, it's encased in paper towel. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. What is it? Oh, it's three-in-one motor oil. Okay. Why, why do I have a canister of motor oil in my car? You gotta, I mean, not like car motor oil, like you'd put in a sewing machine. Yeah, because you got to lube something up. God, this pile is getting big. Hang on a second. There's an old tennis ball, several masks, post-it notes, different gum. Hey, yeah, the future of cleaning out cars when you trade them in over the next 20 years will be lots of masks, COVID-related oh. things. Well, icebreakers, ice cubes, spearmint. What is that, just mints? Mm, let's try them. Been out there in you know, the car for like five years. How bad can it be, huh? Still minty. <laughs> right. See, this appears to Oh, it is gum. Whoops. Let's see what this is. Instructions for a, oh, a Thule, uh like luggage rack you put on your roof. There's the audio master from the Dead Flowers third album. Why do I not have that in my files? Yeah, I hate, when I, I hate when I come across something important. I did that uh, recently. Why is the title to something in here with all the crap? No, not good. Hmm, here's uh, insurance proof of insurance cards that expired two years ago. Mm-hmm. Good old on to those just in case. <laughs> right. In case I remember, I was in an accident three years ago and need to prove I had insurance at the time. Wow. We're getting toward the end. Hang on. Anything else? Oh, man. Yeah, several bottles of, like, Purell hand sanitizer. Because everybody knows you get COVID off your hands and objects. Mm -hmm. And finally, because I hate it. When I got stuff between my teeth, I am guy who flosses at stoplight. Wow. Gross. Here is my dental floss. I look over and see you flossing. You don't want to see it? Don't look. All right? I'm in the privacy of my own car. <laughs> I've never flossed outside of a bathroom, I don't think, in my life. Yeah, that's about 80% of it, but uh, that's plenty. Now it's going to go back in the bag. And then what? Yeah, see, that's the question. Right. Yeah, I mean, i got to get out the uh, like the oil. That's good. This comes pretty good. How many bags and or boxes of things do I have in my possession that once came out of a a car, a closet, 
another box, whatever, and it was, I'll go through these. I'm right. going to put these to the side, and then I'll go through it and keep the stuff I want to keep and throw away the other stuff. I have, I have got, I probably have a ton, literal pounds ton of stuff like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it just goes in an attic or another closet or whatever. Good but for clearly you. I'm a, if you're the kind of person that, like, clears that stuff out all the time and just, like, doesn't have excess, man, I'm so envious of that person. Oh, yeah, I admire that. Meanwhile, whether you're sunburned or being bitten by bugs, your lips are chapped, your breath is bad, or you need a good beating with a golf club, I'm ready to go. Like uh, a cabinet in the kitchen. There's, you know, the ugly coffee mug or whatever that's in the back. Hasn't been used in decades. Why is that still there? You know, that sort of stuff. Oh, I know. I know. I've tried I've tried to analyze the hoarder pulse in myself, and I think I kind of get it, but it's it's annoying. I annoy me. And don't tell me, oh, you should read Marie, what's their name, The Simplified Life. Nah, shut up. <laughs> You're probably right, but I don't want to hear it. I'll work it out on my own. Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Joe Getty. I got my fancy pants on. The Armstrong and Getty Show. I think I'm going to get the new Apple Watch 8 Ultra because all my uh, scuba diving and mountain climbing and bear wrestling. Yeah. Uh, but mostly because I was reading about the battery life. The guy, you can wear it for like two days without charging it. You know, the current Apple Watch, you, you have to put it on your charger every night, which kind of renders the whole sleep stuff that it does useless because you got to charge your watch all the time and i kind of want to have the sleep monitoring see how much good sleep i'm getting tonight but anyway you know i've long admired your uh, scuba diving and your bear wrestling but on that day you scuba wrestled a bear i mean that was just that was some daring do the reason I mean, his ripping claws goes through your air hose you're dead but you, you took them on <laughs> the reason i bring up the uh, the apple products is the their iphone 14 which i'm holding in my hand has the new emergency sensor stuff that can tell if you've been in a car crash. And so if you get in a car wreck, it like alerts your family members so that they know you've been in a car wreck. Well, this has not worked out the way they were hoping. And for a lot of people, we brought you the story a week or so ago about the guy who he would, I see a lot of people do this. He had his phone on a little uh, stand on his motorcycle so you can use the GPS or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, it fell off. And so his phone fell off on the road. He lost it. He didn't think much of it. Well, it automatically contacted his girlfriend, told him he'd been in a, a car wreck. She couldn't get a hold of him, assumed he was dead or in a hospital. She was like oh. driving hours to come meet him and alerted oh. his family and all these different things. This is happening now with people who ride roller coasters. The Apple installed the gyroscopic sensors and high-G <laughs> acceler- accelerometers that detect if you've been in a car crash are being set off on all kinds of things that have jerky movements and turbulence. Um. Well, what if you're just a clumsy idiot like me? It has caused, I trust the damn thing. It has caused emergency responders to be sent to roller coasters and things like that. Well, if being I was conf- on it, you'd need it <laughs> just to clean up all the vomit. <laughs> Authorities have been dispatched to Kings Island six times over false crash detection. That's a, a an amusement park with a big roller coaster. Since the phones first went on sale on September 16th, according to the Wall Street Journal. The phone or watch will send an automated message to the nearest police station saying the owner of this iPhone was in a severe crash and is not responding to their phone. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, obviously, this is not going to uh, continue very long in its current form.
Yes, look for so, an update soon. But the upside of technology, a technology that I realize has been around for a little while that I'd never used. So I'm home yesterday, and a woman that I've seen around the neighborhood uh, comes walking around the corner. I go out to the driveway. I see her walking around the corner, and she had a panicked look on her face. I've never spoken to this person before, but I could tell something was wrong. She's walking fast and has a bad look on her face. And I said, are you okay? And she starts speaking in Spanish. I didn't realize she didn't speak English. And uh, I come to figure out that the old guy I've seen her walking with and assumed that she was his nurse, uh, she is his nurse, very old guy, is missing. And that's why she's walking around real fast in the neighborhood oh. with a panicked look on her face. No he had bueno. somehow gotten out of the house and had been missing for an hour. So I get into a conversation with her, and, and I don't speak a lick of English. I mean, I try. I said enchilada. I said. <laughs> you mean Spanish? Spanish. What did I Boy, say? Michael, get that isolated what, as soon as possible. You said English. Oh, well, you said I don't speak a lick of English. <laughs> I said enchilada. Hilarious. I said del Toro. I said a number of different things, but and that didn't help. It didn't help. Anyway, she, she whips out her phone and she's got the translator thing, and she started talking to it. Then she'd oh, yeah. hold it up to me, and I'd read it, and then I'd talk, and then she'd read it, and it worked fantastic. I'd never used that before. Yeah, I've heard of people using it while they travel and it being oh. an enormous aid. Oh, it's a it's a new world for that sort of thing. God, I wish I'd have had that when I was in Russia and couldn't get a cup of coffee or use the bathroom or get on the train. <laughs> Probably um, good you couldn't get a cup of coffee if you couldn't use the bathroom. But it was it was awesome how well it worked. And we would have been, I don't know, what would have happened if we hadn't had that? And uh, anyway, here's an interesting thing. It's like foreshadowing in a movie. So I'm driving the kids home from going to the the, the gymnasium, the tra- the trampoline park. We're driving home, and there and there's like a fire truck and a uh, 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 an EMT there, kind of like a block from where I live. Like, I wonder what's going on there. And they were actually hosing off the sidewalk, and I said, oh. "That's not a good sign." Oh no, 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 no. Well, if it's a movie and you see the ambulance, and then like an hour later you find out there's an old man missing, you put two and two together, and it turns out he had uh, he had fallen. And uh, broke his nose, and they oh, no. took him to the emergency room. Poor old fellow. And uh, apparently he's okay. But I was able to, with her telling me what was going on, I thought, oh, that—that's right, the EMT that I saw around the corner. I called nine one one. They, she told me the name. They said, yeah, we got a guy by that name. He's at this emergency room. I called the emergency room. Find somebody who speaks Spanish. Put it all together. It all comes wow, together. And she you. goes, she goes and uh, gets the guy. But uh, yeah, it would have been a mess if I hadn't like just happened to see that. Label this segment Jack Armstrong Bilingual Hero. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the, uh, I assume it was Google Translate. I hate to say anything nice about Google ever, but uh, it's an amazing tool. Yeah! Yeah, it's freaking fantastic. God dang it. I would be comfortable traveling anywhere now with that. It's, it worked so well. I was, I'd heard about it, but figured it was kind of cumbersome or whatever. No, it was just easy as could be. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats 
even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash iHeart. That's lifelock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> From the Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Fabulous, fabulous editorial in the National Review by their National Review Board. I'm going to hit you within a minute or two. Uh, Britain making a huge change in how it deals with transgenderism and children. Uh, An historic change, if you will. But first, a couple of uh, people you might want to hear from. Uh, clip number 16, Michael's a professor at Children's Mercy Hospital explaining how not giving puberty-blocking chemicals to children is a form of psychological abuse. So whether the parents fully understand it or not, transgender children going through puberty of their own gender is harmful in this special way. So as we've seen, refusing puberty-blocking treatment prevents immediate and intense psychological harm, and second, it causes lasting and irreversible physical harm. So we can compare the parents of transgender children opposed to um, physician-recommended treatment to naturalist parents, so parents who misuse traditional or mistrust uh, traditional Western medicine. Regardless of whether these parents have good intentions, these children are often at risk of harm. So in various cases, the courts have ruled that naturalist parents are required to treat their children according to traditional principles of Western medicine. Um, Not only that, but they're criminally liable if they don't do so. So arguably a similar similar case could be made with 
parents of transgender children. But before the, we get to the topic matter, what is it with the people with really crazy ideologies sounding so weird? Like I don't Gascon in L.A. I mean, what is it with the people who just these out there crazy? Like ninety nine percent of us don't agree with them. Weird ideologies sound so strange. I don't know, but they're trying to uh, bully everyone into silence. Again, if you did not understand that, there was a professor at a major medical institution saying if uh, a parent of a confused adolescent girl says, no, we're not going to feed you puberty blockers and let you get surgery, they are psychological abusers and should be prosecuted. Right. Second, this is Christy Olazeski from Yale Medicine talking about how they help kids as young as three years old along their gender journey. I'm a clinical psychologist by training and I am the director of the Yale Gender Program which is an interdisciplinary program working with gender expansive individuals, 3 to 25, and their families. We um, help individuals who are questioning their gender identity or who identify as transgender or non-binary. We help them with their gender journey, um, thinking through that, thinking through the risks and the benefits of uh, medical intervention, uh, starting medical intervention, um, and also building supports around them. And I love what I do, so it's really, really wonderful to to be working in this field and to be working with individuals who are gender diverse and gaining their support and helping them on their gender journeys. Their gender journeys. This woman has the smile of the cultist on her face the entire time and this weird look in her eyes. She works for Yale, for goodness sakes. Okay. Anybody so that's who thinks a kid has any idea of gender or any of that sort of stuff at three either has never had kids or is a crazy person. These are people who, if your little boy puts on a princess dress at age three, will help him on his gender journey. Okay? In irreversible medical ways. Uh, Juxtapose that with what's happening in Great Britain. All of you progressives who are constantly looking to Europe for an example. This is from the editorial board of the National Review. By the spring of 2023, Britain's state-run transgender youth clinic will shut its doors for good. The National Health Service in England announced it was closing the Tavistock Gender Identity Clinic last month after an independent report concluded that it was, quote, not safe or viable long-term option for gender-confused young children. The report, conducted by the former president of the Royal College of Pediatrics and Child Health, found that patients were, quote, at considerable risk from clinicians' unquestioning affirmative approach, meaning whisking them along the conveyor belt of let's change your sex. Soon after, a London-based legal firm announced a class-action lawsuit on behalf of a 1,000 families whose, quote, children and young adolescents were rushed into treatment and, as a result, suffered, quote, life-changing and, in some cases, irreversible effects. I should have pointed out, as I usually do when we discuss this, if you're an adult, do what you want. Be who you want to be. It's none of my business, and I wish you nothing but health and happiness. Be who this is you about... want to be. Go where you want to go. Oh, my. Uh, this is about children. Entirely children. Skeptics of this wicked experiment, writes the National Review, rightly feel vindicated by the clinic's demise. But this is hardly consolation to its victims. No lawsuit, however successful, will ever restore what has been taken from them. Their peace of mind, fertility, sexual functioning, and even healthy body parts. But rather than heed this warning, the United States continues to move full speed ahead with so-called gender-affirming care. 
quote, to see what's in front of one's nose needs a constant struggle, George Orwell wrote, and England's Tavistock Gender Clinic has been the focus of intense national scrutiny, in large part thanks to journalists and especially those at the liberal-leaning Times of London doing their jobs. When journalists noticed that referrals to the clinic had increased 20-fold in the past decade, from about 250 a year to 5,000 in 2021, they asked the obvious question, why? Again, this is a liberal newspaper. Thanks to their dogged reporting, the truth was set loose. At the behest of activists, vulnerable patients were being fast-tracked into wildly experimental treatment, while clinicians, later whistleblowers, who objected were being silenced. Ordinary citizens were appalled. They put pressure on the government to intervene. Popular figures such as J.K. Rowling, the Harry Potter author, weighed in. That's how she became such a controversial figure and is so hated now by progressives in the U.S. The National Health Service's decision to shut down the clinic was a remarkable concession, an acknowledgement of harm, and a recognition that a major course correction was needed. Learning from these mistakes, the British government is now much more cautious about transgender ideology. For instance, the British Attorney General recently clarified that schools do not have to abide by students' preferred pronouns and that restrooms must be kept single-sex. Wow, they went as far as you don't have to abide by the pronouns. Right. The outgoing Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, also made clear his party's commitment to acknowledging the biological reality of sex. But the Biden administration is in a far, far different and more disturbing place. The Assistant Secretary of Health, Rachel, formerly Richard Levine, vows to support and empower young people. That's a quote. And quote, to get gender affirmation treatment. The Department of Education's new Title IX guidance actively encourages schools to expand the definition of sex to include gender identity and the definition of sexual harassment to include sex-specific pronouns. So if you don't play the pronoun game, you'll be sued under Title IX. Across the country, gender clinics are becoming more numerous and brazen in their recklessness. The Boston Children's Hospital, which I will uh, jump in and say, is like so many of these places funded by the Pritzker family. J.B. Pritzker, the governor of Illinois, and his billionaire family who have a transgender sister or cousin or whatever, they fund all of this stuff. One family. They've given out tens of millions of dollars. Anyway, uh, across the country, gender clinics are becoming more numerous and brazen in their recklessness. The Boston Children's Hospital has a promotional video advertising gender-affirming hysterectomies for adolescent girls. And the Children's Hospital of Pittsburgh has a similar one for puberty blockers. Like the Tavistock, the closed British one, their motivation is ideological. But unlike the Tavistock, they've added a monetary incentive. Of course, Americans have been asking the same questions that were asked of the Tavistock, only they have been ignored and maligned by the mainstream media and liberal politicians. When Lisa Littman, a medical doctor and researcher at Brown University, first identified the phenomenon of, quote, rapid-onset gender dysphoria... Uh, which is peer and social contagion among trans-identifying youth, she was smeared. Meanwhile, clinical activists are doing everything in their power to obscure the truth by propagating biased and methodologically bankrupt research. They're desperate to dismiss or downplay the testimony of detransitioners. In the United States, victims of gender clinicians are having a harder time with lawsuits than their British counterparts, owing to the falsely asserted standards of care, as well as narrower statutes of limitations. The activist strategy has been to assert a medical consensus that doesn't exist. Levine claimed that when it comes to gender-affirming care, quote, 
There's no argument among medical professionals. And that pushback would, quote, drive people to suicide. That dishonesty is unbelievable and unsustainable. As Britain turns its back on transgender ideology, the medical and moral consensus insisted on by the activists is revealed as a preposterous sham, obscuring an even more shameful scandal. Amen. That is something. It's a tiny number of ideological terrorists who are willing to kill your career, for instance, if you dare disagree with them. And again, only thing I'm talking about is children. If you're an adult, you have a transgender issue or what have you, you do whatever you think is necessary. And again, I wish you a great outcome and a happy life. As young as three, can you imagine anything sicker it's just, it's unbelievable. And and yet, I mean, with the activists have targeted us. We'll get all sorts of how dare yous and, and who knows what else. Um, but if you think all this stuff is crazy and you can speak out about it, please do, or they will win. It's got to be a, r- a really tough situation if you happen to be a married couple and don't agree on this stuff. Oh my gosh, yeah. That would, I mean, you talk about something that would, would actually tear you apart. Oh my God. If one of you thinks, no, our four year old thinks she's a boy or is a boy and we need to, you know, make that happen. What are you crazy is the other side. There'd be no bridge in that gap. Yeah, that's a tough one. And, and it's so interesting. It's so often college educated women who are desperate to be seen as good people and not not haters and so if they're not anti-science they think they're they're on the side of science i guess well i think it's it's much more yeah i suppose so um but so when their six-year-old little boy wants to play with dolls they are enthusiastic about it because if they embrace that that's a that's proof that they're a good person in their cycles, and especially white women who are desperate not to be the oppressor in critical theory. And so, okay, I'm I'm an affluent white woman. I'm clearly at the top of the totem pole. I'm the oppressor. I'm a bad person. And women, especially, uh, you know, in general, are desperate not to be seen as bad people. They want to belong and form coalitions. And so, how do you become a non-oppressor by becoming an enthusiastic cheerleader for? Uh, this uh, gender bending stuff, queer theory. It's it's really it's if it were not so troubling, it would be almost funny. Armstrong and Getty. This is it, your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of. A degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. 
So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. I forewarned you. Let's go, Brandon. The Armstrong and Getty Show. So I got on a Twitter thread about Kamala Harris that I found pretty amusing. <laughs> we're gonna play. Another, we're gonna play another clip of Kamala Harris talking. What is it about her speaking style that is so annoying or off-putting? And I want you to listen to it with that in mind. But oh, oh, oh what is it? It's a list. She's a masterclass in annoying. Here's somebody, a blue check mark I don't know, who said, everybody who has worked in an office has worked with somebody like this, with the clip of her, t- her talking. Tim Sandifer said, oh, my God, this woman is a phenomenon. <laughs> she is a phenomenon. It's worth studying what she does. And Tim also said, because you're not going to see the visual, I love how she not only does not actually say anything at all, but even her hand gestures aren't really hand gestures, but just some sort of vague weaving motions. <laughs> Here is my favorite part of this clip. Again, something to enjoy. The many ways she's annoying. And how it's utterly impossible to figure out what she's talking about. It is vacuosity made magnificent. Anyway, here we go. We know that we really are quite behind in terms of maximizing our collective understanding about how we will engage on the technology of today And what we can quickly and easily predict will be the technology over the next decades. So to maintain our position as the United States of America on this issue, it is critical that we work together to understand where we are, to recognize and have the courage to speak truth about what is obsolete, and then to partner to ensure that we are speaking the same language with the same motivation, inspired by the opportunity of it all, but then doing the work of updating how we have been talking and thinking about our exploration in space. Oh! Space! What? The entire first half of it has, like, no nouns. It's just phrases strung together. So I don't want to be unfair or mean here, but everybody seems to react the same way to her speaking. What is what is it going on there? Why, why is it so annoying or off-putting or hard to follow? Is it just way too many asides, caveats, uh, whatever you call those, where there's like a comma and another phrase, comma and another phrase? 
Yeah, I would say, and and I haven't made notes or anything, and I probably should because it's it's fascinating to me. You have to start with her tone of voice. Oh yeah, which yeah. is nasal and annoying, and has a significant element of know it all. <laughs> so you, you've got to start there. She does not have a musical or interesting way of varying her tone or pitch, anything like that. So it's very uh, monotonous. And then her catch, her stringing together of smart sounding phrases that don't say anything. True. Yeah. A lot of the phrases that make it longer, but not uh, uh, more informative. There's a lot of that going on. There's not more information. There are just more words. Yeah, boy, and we we uh, everybody has worked with somebody like that. There was another comment that this is the voice of every boss who rose above their level of competence, <laughs> which is exactly what she has done. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 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 She got there the hard way. I had never tireless really... campaigning. What were you thinking? I had. <laughs> I hadn't. Ever really uh, keyed in on her hand gestures, though. I'll have to do that the next time I actually watch a video of her speaking and the kind of weaving her arms around while she's doing her various phrases. And said, we will and we should and we need to all together remember that. And tr- And secondly, we should also. What are we talking yeah. about? <laughs> yeah. Do we have any uh, uh, classic Kamala Handy? Oh, Michael? my God. It is time for us to do what we have been doing and that time is every day yeah that will be her hall of fame speech uh, wow wow do we have an angie t-shirt that has that on the front? oh wow i would wear that i think yeah <laughs> wow so what a mess and can you imagine if the old guy kicks off well yeah and then uh, joe is absolutely right shouting that the presidential election is two years from now but so crazy on both sides. I mean, it's it's unprecedented. Yeah. In so many different ways. Both sides are so unique in their own way. Oh, yeah. The, the, the Trump thing with his power and he lost once and the person who loses doesn't end up being in charge of the party. Walter Mondale wasn't in charge of anything. George H.W. Bush wasn't in charge of anything. Al Gore wasn't in charge of anything. But Trump right. is... And then you got the, the wide open, as we just heard from Kamala, with the with the hundred and fifty year old president. What the, what's going to happen there? I mean, it's just it's so wide open. I, I can't even imagine what's going to happen. Yeah, and by the way, as a consumer of cable news, probably more than is healthy, the next person who 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 asked, "Will you support Joe Biden? Do you support Joe Biden right. running again?" I'm going to attack you with my hands. Right. All right, I abhor violence. What an idiotic conversation. Though, just the. And and we talk about quote unquote politics here. So if this makes me half a hypocrite, fine. But the whole who's in, who's out, as opposed to policy, as opposed to governance, right. as opposed to things that affect your life. I just I don't know. I also I, uh, I also don't get any enjoyment. I don't understand the point out of. And some of my favorite favorite journalists do this, but the asking anybody whether it's Larry Hogan or Tim Scott or whoever. So are you running? You, you haven't ruled it out. You, what you just said doesn't mean you're, what's the effing point of that? Who yeah. what are, they'll announce when they announce. They either are or they aren't. I don't know. And the whole, I don't know why every politician doesn't answer with, yeah, I support Joe Biden. Cause if he decides not to run, you're, it's easy to get out of. 
Well, because maybe they don't want to be uh, caught on tape supporting a senile guy who's not going to run ever again. Who has a 30% approval rating. Yeah, Black it's a bad, bad look. I, I just talked yeah. myself out of it. Yeah, you can't support a guy who's got a 30% approval rating. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, that's definitely enough of that. That's more than enough of that. Armstrong and Getty. Hey, have you ever used Cheapo Air? For years, and I really like it. With Cheapo Air, you can book online, use their app, or even over the phone. They've got great prices on over 500 airlines and millions of accommodations. They're my go-to for travel planning. And if you join their Club Miles program, you can earn points to save on the cost of your travel. Book on the app, and you get double points. Sounds like it's time I tried Cheapo Air. Call Cheapo Air at 855-247-3279 or visit CheapoAir.com slash podcast. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.